And I think we're live. Yeah, we're live. We did it. Awesome. Yeah. Ha Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys wear green? No. Oh, no. Well, there's green on my shirt. I have to wear a uniform, so no. Okay. <laughs> I wore. Did you paint your uniform green? Or green. <laughs> I would have gotten in so much trouble. I should have. <laughs> that would have been great. It's been, yeah. It's like, why are you? Is my religion? St. <laughs> Patrick's Day is a religion. <laughs> Alcohol is my religion. Just be like, I've got Irish in me. This is my religion. Religious holiday. As someone who is one one hundredth Irish, how dare you get in the way of me getting drunk in the middle of the day? <laughs> right. You just show up to work drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my religion. What? Just, yeah. Just, it's like, hey, I know how to party. It's only eleven in the morning, and I'm already wasted. What what's what's your problem? I got ready early. Then, I got to be ready for tonight. And then if I get my right. hangover over now while I'm at work, then I'm ready for the evening. Bring it's out, actually just efficient. Take out your pocket Heineken and, be, and hand it to your boss and be your like, pocket. "Don't worry, I brought enough for everyone." Yeah, exactly. I wore green. Sweet man. Yeah. <laughs> You did it. I actually only have one like green shirt, and it, it's like my my team's jersey, so I just wore that today. Okay, but, cool. Yep, yep. Got to rep that Quidditch always, as you know it. Um, how's your week's been, Paul? You've been gone so long. I've been gone for a while. It's good to be you doing all right. Good dude? To be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. Back in the I chair. can I can say that definitively. <laughs> yes. We missed some great episodes. Yeah, I heard, I heard you were saying that like the last one was 40 minutes because you guys had nothing to talk about. John, we didn't play any games. John only plays free-to-play phone games these days. Oh, dude, I'm totally with him. Let me tell you about Clash <laughs> that's, Royale that's later right. on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm curious about this. All right, well, before we get into that, yeah, before yeah. we get into that, um, let's just well, let's introduce the show. I know you've been gone for a while and you probably forgot our format. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have forgotten it. Yeah, I forgot everything. This is the top-down perspective, in case you didn't know. I thought it was Game Experts. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually that's the last our, uh... episode I was on, by the way. <laughs> well, that's why we couldn't use the name anymore, because you weren't here. That's like our French restream is called Game Experts. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, like, they, they share the E, right? So it's like one yeah, word. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's Game Experts. Game Experts. Mm -hmm. With, like, a giant X. Game Experts. Um, game yeah. spurts. Game spurts. March seventeenth. That's what like the that's what the teens refer to it as is you know game spurts. Um, that's also what we had to use for the uh, Twitter account because someone actually had game experts. Um, anyway, you know what? Somebody probably does. I just want to see what they're like. Continue with your just intro or like. whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day, and. Yep. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Flex here. Yep. <laughs> I almost said Proton John's here because that's your name on. Oh my god! John Wheeler is also here. Um, there is a Gam Experts or Game Experts, <laughs> and they have one tweet from July twenty second, two thousand twelve. The tweet is: Any questions about FPS or RPG games? Question <laughs> mark. And they never got a reply. Just like if anyone that if that to this day, I'm a still game waiting. expert. If anyone wants to know anything about shooters, just over here. 
Their bio is, don't feel shy. Ask anything about gaming to us. We also publish new game details and trailers. Oh, God. Can you please ask him a question? Or her. <laughs> Everybody that's listening should go ask them a question. But um, be sincere. Don't like, be a dick a about it. They're going to have like a BlackBerry set up with notifications. <laughs> it's just going to freak out because it's been that long since they had it it's set just up. It's like, like crawling across a table from the vibration. <laughs> there's there's like a dude like laying in bed just reading and all of a sudden he hears like, like some vibrating out of like a, bo- a shoebox under his bed and he ro- takes out his beeper that he like yeah. got his Twitter to shoot to. And he's yeah. like, And he's like, it's time. He's just like hitting beside him. Julie, Julie, wake up. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Someone really needs to know about FPS. Four years ago. Is there, I had is a there dream. a picture like an egg? Like they're no, just sitting pi- on that count? Their picture is like a badly photoshopped. Oh, like the covers of a bunch of different video games, but since every video game cover looks the same now, it fits together really nicely. Okay. Just go to twitter.com slash gam experts or game and then experts and you'll see there's like the battlefield uh dude shoulder there is um dishonored dude's hand there is black ops dude in the middle i believe oh i see what it is like and it fits together perfectly because every fucking game has that cover to make one guy and for some reason the triforce is just in the middle like on his chest like he's some kind of Iron Man link. Man, also, Dark found, Souls bottom. I found a completely different one. I found game expert JN. They got four tweets. Oh man, is that the, is oh, that seven. The, they got seven? Is that their Japanese like division? I, I don't know. Their logo is like a basketball court with fire on it, <laughs> and there's a naked lady with a devil tail leaning I'm, against. This the sounds wall. like way like better. I'm going. To this game sounds experts way better. Japan. Fuck game experts. <laughs> wait, <laughs> game, wait, it's game experts JN because I didn't get anything for that. Yeah. Gam expert JN. Oh, yeah. expert. Okay, this is this is one one oh, expert. expert. Right, right. Gotcha. This looks terrible. That's literally yeah. yeah. That's the Android logo. It's so good. This that's is so good. good. So bad. That's good. At least the other account was following like two hundred and twenty people. This is following seven people. The what? other account's following two hundred and twenty people. You're right. <laughs> well, shit. they just got a new follower. Have they, yeah, I just saw that go up. Twenty two followers. There you go. <laughs> Yep. Anyways, this is a top-down perspective. <laughs> I really like how that avatar really fits together. It's kind of a cool idea. It's kind of a cool idea. Whatever. Anyways. I'm a little sad I didn't see it. Assassin's Creed. Okay. I found it. I found it. Okay, there, there you go. go. It's it's not uh, bad. Yeah. This is the one that made fun of how generic uh, game box art is. I recognize this. Picture. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> the picture's kind of cool. Except there's a Triforce in the middle for some reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which shows up like <laughs> literally never. There is never a Triforce on someone's like chest or stomach, right? Maybe on Zelda's mm-hmm. dress. That's all I can think of. It makes me sad that I recognize where all of these box arts are from, too. To be fair, you are on a video game podcast. So also like, true is true. Yeah. What are we talking about? Video games? I have no um, idea. <laughs> Paul, why don't you start us off? What have you been playing? Um so I played the culling. Do you guys know what the culling is? Nope. Okay. The culling is Do you know the Hunger Games or the movie Battle Royale? Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, okay. I think I saw this on Steam, or I think I saw it on like the Twitch most played list. Yeah. So this is basically that. It is you surviving in an arena uh, with a whole bunch of other people trying to kill you, and like the last one standing wins, sort of thing. It's in early access right now. It is kind of buggy in that regard, but it's actually pretty fun. Um, it's kind of like. Uh, very similar to what H1Z1 did for their Battle Royale system. But the difference is, is in the culling, there's like a crafting system that's really rudimentary. Like, you make a knife by picking up a rock and then, like, using it against another rock. And you, like, have a knife. So, like, they don't take it seriously at all. And um, instead of scavenging, like, there's a scavenging component where you can find guns and get, like, airdrops and stuff like that for better weaponry. You can just, like, instantly kind of make yourself a weapon right away. So I kind of like how it feels more like you have a chance sort of thing. That being said, the game does kind of boil down to whoever finds the gun or a gun first wins generally. Okay. Uh, it kind of doesn't matter though, because since it's so early, you get nothing different from winning than losing. You just get like bragging rights, I guess, that you won. The also uh, kind of neat thing about this game is that when you get killed or like when you die or lose, you can just leave the game right away. You don't have to wait for like the round to finish and see who the winner is. So you can just jump into another match right away. And I kind of like that. It makes it feel like more snappy. Like it almost feels more like a mobile game where you can just like play for like maybe five minutes or 10 minutes and then turn it off if you wanted to. Or you could play for a few hours if you're with somebody else or something. Um, There's not a whole lot to say about it, though. It's really, really basic. You go into an arena with a bunch of other dudes and try not to die. Does the arena try to kill you like in... Hunger Games? Uh, generally, no. What the, what happens is is that the arena or like the land it's in or whatever, there will be a gas like fog that starts creeping in. So like it forces everybody from hiding to like come closer and closer together in the middle for like the finale sort of thing. If there's a bunch of people just kind of waiting each other out. Sure. I It hasn't happened a whole lot. People seem pretty bloodthirsty when they're playing this game and they're running around looking for people. Because it doesn't really matter. There's no consequence to like dying. You just jump in another game right away. So yeah, I don't know. It's more tongue in cheek than something like H1Z1 or like DayZ or any games that try to do this survival thing. It has like announcers kind of like poking fun at you or just like making quips and stuff like that. So it's not self-serious at all. It's just kind of a silly thing. I'm more interested to see where it goes than like what's actually there right now, to be honest with you. But there is a cooperative mode where you and a partner can go in like teams of two. And that's been kind of fun playing it with uh, a friend of mine. So that's kind of how I've been playing it. The free for all didn't interest me that much. There's a better dynamic when you have somebody else you can like kind of say like, okay, you go scavenge like in this building and I'll keep lookout sort of thing. Or like you can gain up on a dude who's straggled off alone or something like that. It just feels a little better. But can you like double cross your partner or are you on teams? You can kill them if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. All right. That it wouldn't make sense to, but you could, sure. <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious if it's like a team thing or you can just like 
When did nice this come one. out? This like this is like within the past two weeks, I take it. Oh yeah, like, that it came in, and it's early access, right? Yeah, pra- past two or three weeks, I guess. And um, the thing is, is that they really knew what they were going for with the market because one of the bigger streaming games for a lot of streamers on Twitch was uh the battle royale mode in H one Z one, and this is literally that. So they just like gave a bunch of copies of this game out to those streamers that are big in that H1Z1 scene. And like those streamers basically made this big already. So that's kind of cool, I guess. But yeah, like I said, I can't recommend people buying it right now. I think wait and see what they add to it. I'm, I never have a problem buying something in early access and like seeing how it grows as a game. I kind of like it actually. So I don't have a problem with that, but I could definitely see how people would. And this would be probably one to avoid until there's something that brings you in because it's novel, but it's not like super groundbreaking really in any way. All right. And yeah. Other than that, I've yeah, been playing a shitload of deal. Yeah, big deal. I've been playing a bunch more Clash Royale. I, I mean, I've been playing it for the last like month and a half or two months now. But uh, I don't know where I'm at in that game right now because the meta has changed ever since it finally got a worldwide release, and people like to do uh, units that just spawn other units, and it just makes a match feel like just like a stalemate for like three minutes instead of like eking out a win and it's really shitty and boring and i hate it well why can't you but, just play better than them like what what's preventing you because <laughs> i don't think that's how that works no because okay so for anybody who doesn't know what clash royale is it's basically like a tower defense like rts sort of thing where you spawn minions or creeps or whatever to go down two lanes on different sides of the map and they have different abilities or like do different things and you're basically trying to take towers or the like opponent's castle or whatever you're trying to get crowns by destroying their buildings and the first one to do more so in the first three minutes wins or if it's a draw at that point the first one to get like any building after that wins or it will just become a draw after that um for a long time this game was only available in New Zealand and Canada, so I've been playing it around then, and it felt fresh because, like, a bunch of people, like, nobody really knew what it was, so we were all just kind of learning and trying different things, and that's always when a game is funnest. That's when Hearthstone was the funnest, was when it was, like, in alpha mm-hmm. and in beta, but, like, ever since it coming out, people have just, like, decided this is the meta now, and, like, until people find something else to play... It's just super boring. <laughs> just like so what the meta is now is that people like to spawn huts and these huts will uh, periodically spawn units by themselves automatically and just like send them down a lane. So the idea is that you're just trying to flood a lane with a whole bunch of dudes, which would be fine except for I run a lot of like crowd control. So like it's just basically them spawning a bunch of dudes and then me killing them for three minutes and then it ending in a draw and it's been super boring. <laughs> so okay. I don't I don't really like this meta like at all. So I think I'm gonna put it down for a while. But what I do like about the game is that it's super accessible and I really like their free to play model of you always will get 
the ability to get new units and cards. It's just that you have to put in either money for it instantly or just time and wait. But the way the game is set up is that if it's perfectly in my schedule, because a game's about three minutes, maybe four, if it's like a long one in a hard fought battle. And there is a maximum amount of like chests you can get for winning in the game. There's four that you can accumulate. So what I'll do is I'll start the morning off by playing a couple games and getting a bunch of chests. And then to unlock a chest, you tap on it and go unlock. And it's like, okay, this chest is going to take three hours for silver, like five or six hours for gold, 12 hours for like magical or whatever, like more and more, depending on how much shit you're going to get out of it. And then I'll go to work and then like I'll play a little bit on my break and unlock a chest. And then, like, I'll start another one unlocking, and then I'll go back and, and, like, work again. Then I'll play a little bit more at lunch. So it splits up my day fine. But if you're the type of person that's like, I just want to play, like, two hours of a video game right now, this is, like, probably terrible for you. Right. <laughs> Having to wait or pay to get more stuff. But um, Have you put any wa- money into it? Yeah, I put about 30 bucks into it. All right, because you just couldn't wait. No, because I needed uh, specifically, okay, this is so how you level up minions is that you spend a certain amount of cards to like level them up to another level. And I had like just enough that it got annoying to wait for like two more. (laughs) So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy like a chest. And I did and got like way more shit than I needed to basically. And um yeah, like I was totally fine with that. You don't have to put any money into it at all. You just right. have to wait like a long time for specific stuff. The thing about like the uh model here is that you don't really pay to like win. You pay just to like get to a certain point in which case like you will be useless after that point unless you're like decent anyways or like have a good deck or know what you're doing so yeah i don't know it's kind of weird unless you dropped like a few hundred dollars or something i don't see how you could possibly pay enough money to get everything you need in that game to win so it's more of a time investment for sure all right yeah that game is pretty fun though Johnny gonna jump on this Clash Royale train? I don't know. I'm debating. It seems like really popular. I keep seeing people like on the. I've been on the hearing train a lot of people it. praising it. So <clears throat> it's really good. It is a really good game. It's just not the like. It sounds like when you play like Record Keeper, you can play it for like a while in one sitting, right? Yeah. That this isn't that. <laughs> this is like I'm gonna play two games and then take off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is that all you played? Actually, there was another mobile game. Okay. I don't even know what it's called anymore, though. It's right. like this Pokemon game that oh. they keep having to change the name of it because oh, they're getting man. like lawsuits. Are you playing the same game I'm playing? Wait, are you being serious or are you just like like poking fun at John? What do you mean? Is, oh, was it called at one point Super Evolution? 
So Elf John's monster. like addicted to this game for the last few no, weeks. No, dude, it's like Elves Union now or yeah. something. Yeah, no, okay. no, it's Fantasy Monster now. Elves Union was the last oh, one. Oh man, it Elves really changed Union his name was just again? like three days ago. <laughs> I know. Okay, okay, hang on, hang on. Before we get into this, just to catch Paul up. Okay. John's been like, this is like the only game John's been playing. So when you brought it up, I was, I thought you were like pl- poking fun or like making a fun transition happen. But you're actually playing this game? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm sitting down and like spending a lot of time into it, but yeah, I've been dabbling in it because it's ridiculous in the ways that make a game fun. All right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, John, take it away. Like, are you still playing? What's it called now? Uh, now it's called Fantasy Monster. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and it was and it was Elves Union. Yeah, it went. It was Fantasy Monster. Then previous was Elves Union. Then it was. Super Evolution. Yeah. Then it was. I don't even remember what was before. It was that like um, Pocket Masters. First, that was the first Pocket, Pocket Masters. Masters. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Are you still playing that, John? Still, is it? Is it still still, still enjoying still it? They added a guild battle mode now. What does that mean? Uh, you have you like they whatever guild you're in, you fight two other guilds on like this map where you take over like pylons basically. Okay. And like you get points for however many you have control of. Okay. So that's hmm. all right. Oh, so you're like uh, in deep in this yeah, game, he's, actually. Yeah, he's he's oh, yeah, dropped some restreamed cash. it, restreamed this game. Oh, all right. okay. And then uh, we both got into it as a result. Okay, how many? I was wondering if that that game like had enough just weird anime boobage to like get people talking, but I guess not. Like on Twitch, I mean. No, not really. Like I mean, people yeah. were into it, and a bunch of people joined when she streamed it, but yeah. I mean, it's also it's got a decent enough audience. It doesn't help that it keeps on Android at least changing its name and yeah. forcing you to re-download it. Yeah, every time like I've logged into it, it's like a 200 meg update. It's like, oh, okay, so they changed the game again. <laughs> Has the game itself actually changed, or just the name? Just the name. Okay, as far as I can tell, anyway. I wasn't sure if they were changing like the gameplay mechanics to further pull away from Pokemon. Although I really can't, can't tell why they needed another name change, like super, like Pocket Masters. Okay, you can't be Pocket Masters. Yeah, that's but a little Super too Evolution annoying. is generic enough, and then Elves Union has. I wouldn't even <laughs> guess Union that's so near good. Pokemon. Yeah, Elves Union was really weird. It was so good. And what's yeah. this one come, called again now? Uh, now it's Fantasy Monster. Fantasy Monster, like that's technically closer to Pokemon than elves union was um anyway do you have all the do you have all the monsters did you catch them all no god no there's like i'm missing a hundred at least okay do they have all the pokemon yet no um they every time they add an update they add a couple more i think the last update added about eight. Oh, only a couple more okay Just... but they're adding in like shiny versions of pokemon too and they count as separate ones oh okay all right um do they have any like versions. original creatures or is it all just no. pokemon girls it's all just pokemon girls and guys all right yeah. why would they have anything original in i don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah i mean you're not you're not I feel wrong. like that's completely like the point is that nothing is original not wrong what does jinx look like she's not in the game yet okay thing that's gonna be an interesting one because that's already like a boob lady i mean they added snorlax and snorlax is like a small child that's that's not sexy at all that is that is <laughs> bad that is not okay. <laughs> Does yeah. it evolve into a sexy lady? No, that's the evolution, is the small child. 
what what is it before that? I I don't know. I haven't seen. I don't I haven't unlocked the full picture yet. You just I just see the sprite. What you have to actually you have to actually own the Pokemon to get like the picture of them. <laughs> okay, and that's the re- that that's sense. the real reward. You get a nice high res boob girl. Hooray! Um. Okay. Um. John, anything else? Uh, I had a friend over this week, so he uh, he was visiting for a couple days. So we played a bunch of stuff on the PlayStation 4. So we played a little bit of Rocket League. Nice. I taught him about that game, and I showed him Hockey Mode, which was actually pretty cool. All right. What's Hockey Mode all about? It You literally change the ball into a puck, which completely changes the physics of the ball and how it works and its hitbox and makes it actually surprisingly hard to actually play. Okay. Being Canadian, did you have an advantage? Uh, we were both Canadian, so no. Okay. But like you felt like if there was an American here, they would just be lost. No. Okay. It, it was just Rocket League, but the puck was a ball. And it could roll on its side and be like a knuckle puck from the Mighty Ducks. Or you the could just completely puck. miss the shot. Yeah, I know. The knuckle puck is so great. Yeah. I think they're putting a basketball mode in there. I think I saw Yeah, that. I'm actually, I'm kind of excited to check that out. That, that game's great. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we played Earth Defense Force 4.1. I can't remember the whole subtitle because it's like really long. But, uh,. It's good. It's uh, Earth Defense 2025 re-released for the uh, PS4. And... Actually, it might just be the PS4. Uh, yeah, Earth Defense Force 4.1, The Shadow of New Despair. Okay. I mean, that's not that long, but okay. I don't know. It's fun. Uh, two-player co-op. You're still shooting giant bugs, blowing up buildings. Uh, still four units. It runs a lot smoother than the Xbox 360 version did. So I guess that's why they re-released it. Is this still like a B-movie? Oh, yeah. It's so good. If you love B-movies, it's perfect. I I love B movie. Then you'll love Earth Defense Force. All right, it's just it's I cheesy, love B movie. <laughs> Said only Sean <laughs> specifically. Ever. Are you wearing your shirt or did you frame it? Uh, no, I've been wearing it. I, it's in my dresser. I'm not wearing it right now, obviously. Okay. But I wasn't sure. You know me. Like, I'm a I'm like, a huge yeah. B movie fan. You're all about that B movie. Yeah. Who isn't? Oh, I've never no. seen it. So I, I I've seen pictures of it, dude. That bee <laughs> that bee tries to sue the human race for a reason. Spoilers. Well, that's the premise. I have to read of, your shirt to find out the rest of the plot. Well, that would be a spoiler if you read the shirt. But I feel like it wouldn't because technically then it'd be like watching the movie, but just as a book. I, it'd be the novelization of the bee movie. That's true. You're right. You're right. But the font's too small. You can't read it on the shirt. So don't worry about it. Um. Is that all you played? Anything else to mention? Talk about? That, that's it. All right. Um, Just the usual mobile stuff. Record Keeper's having a one-year anniversary, so it's giving away I, a bunch of stuff. I'm surprised that game's not older. I would have assumed it was older. Nope. It only started last year. Weird. Um, okay, so I forgot to talk about this last time. Okay. Um, super Hot. I played a few levels of Super Hot. Okay. That game is, okay. that game is cool. I am, I am so bad at that game. Um, okay. <laughs> so for those who don't know what Super Hot is, it's it kind of looks like PlayStation One graphics. Everything is basically like kind of white and gray, except the people they're like shiny red to the point that it's almost like they're made out of glass. But like the polygon count is like super low. That's why I'm saying it's like a like a PlayStation One game. And time only moves when you do. So it's like that level in Braid. Mm-hmm. Okay. And your and your goal it's it's um it's a first person shooter I guess 
Um, and your goal is just to kill everyone in the, in the room. And so time will actually move extremely slowly to the point where nothing's really happening. Um, but you'll be able to see like where the bullets are flying and stuff. So you can sidestep them and whatnot. And you can throw anything that you're holding. So if your gun runs out of ammo, you can throw it. And when, and I bring up the glass aspect of the people. Cause when you kill someone, they shatter into glass, like into just Ooh. tiny little pieces. That's so cool. I mean, yeah, it looks cool. So you can do cool stuff. Like you pick up a gun, you shoot like in one direction, then you turn and you shoot the other one. And then once you start moving, the bullets just go flying out. And then you like, you throw your gun at one guy and then you pick up his gun from the air that he smat that he, uh, like dropped. Cause he was in the middle of shattering. And then you like, you pick up a baseball bat or you throw a beer bottle or something. And it sounds like you should be like the coolest guy. Um, but for whatever reason, I just can't line up like any of my shots very well. Like I'm just getting so stressed of like, Oh crap, there's a bullet. I got to get out of the way. And then I got to shoot this guy. But then there's cause like a lot of stuff will happen because the game knows I can like, you know, slow down to a, like a, an extremely s- slow crawl. But even just looking around to like figure out what I want to do next is you moving. So you kind of have to be able to like keep in mind like what's going on. Is there someone behind me? But looking around will keep things moving. Um, so like I die, I'm on one level where I'm just dying a lot. If people have played it, uh, you start in like a bathroom. So I'm, pr- I'm real early in the game. Um, but another cool aspect is once you finish a stage, it does a run through in normal time of what you just did. That's so cool. It yeah. is cool. Yeah, that sounds cool. But I always look like just an idiot. Cause it's like <laughs> the guy will like run forward and then kind of like jerk a little bit to the left and then like do two crappy punches and then pick up a gun <laughs> and miss four times before he finally shoots one guy. <laughs> like, it's like, Oh man, I get to see what I just did. Oh wow. I just like, you look like the most, like, like the worst assassin ever. Like what's that movie co- that just came out? Um, the brothers Grimsby Grimsley or yeah. whatever. Okay. Whoever the idiot guy is, like I feel like I'm that dude the whole time. I haven't seen that movie. You're Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, I feel like I'm Sasha Baron Cohen trying to be an FBI agent. Like, uh, I could see it. So I don't know if it's just me just not being able to click with it, but I want to play more, and it it has such a cool premise. And every time you finish a stage, the narrator just comes on and just goes super hot, super hot the whole time while your replay is going. So that's cool. Well, they just want you to really know what game you're playing. Yeah. No, so um, that thing's got like style coming out of everywhere, um, but yeah, I, I find it difficult at the moment. Sure. Apart from that game that just released last week, it actually released the day of last episode, was Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition. Um, okay. again, uh, uh, I guess mainly Paul. If you didn't know, if you own the first Ori, you can buy a Definitive Edition for five dollars. To get all okay. the bonus stuff, which is awesome. Um, it's a completely separate game, so I get all those trophies. Uh, I can do all the achievements again. And I've just been playing through that game again, and it's great. Like, of course it's great. I love Ori. An excuse to play through it again. We're, and there's more abilities. There's a new area that's real cool. Oh, okay. That is cool. Yeah. Um, you get to find out the origin of Naru, who was like, like the... The kind of fat, the thing that takes care, yeah, of the you thing that takes care the, of yeah. you at the beginning, yeah. You get to see the origin of uh, that character when you go into the new area. Anyway, so I've just been playing that a ton. I'm, I think I'm pretty close to beating it. I'm on the way to the volcano, which I believe is the last area. I'm also told I will be able to go back and finish all my 
or collect everything after I beat the game, which is nice. Um, but yeah, also I'm going to be writing up a short little thing saying, of course, this game's great. And if you already own it, definitely buy it. It's $5 for basically a, a, the game again, plus more stuff. So why not? Otherwise, it's 20 bucks on its own. Um, oh, also, it has a fast travel system now, which apparently the first game didn't. What? I forgot about that. Um, but that's just that great. It's like a random edition. Well, no, that's fantastic. It's a Metroidvania game. Like, yeah, now you don't I mean, need to I'm run everywhere. I'm surprised that wasn't in the first one. But. Yeah, yeah I, I had completely forgotten. And honestly, it didn't really bug me um, last time. Hence why I complete, for, completely forgot about that. Because um, honestly, when you take away, if there is no fast travel, I spend more time exploring or being like, oh, that 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 secret that I can now reach is within, you know, it's on my way. I might as well pick that up. Whereas now I'll just kind of skip around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the world of Ori never felt gigantic to me. So it wasn't too bad having to run around. Right. It was just because you move really quickly, though. In yeah. That game. And, and eventually, once you like unlock the triple jump and everything and being able to launch off of enemies, you can start going real fast. And yeah. Definitive Edition even gives you a da- another ability, which is a dash move that you can use in air as well. So I have like four jumps before I even have to start using an enemy and whatnot. Um, but yeah, Ori's, Ori's fantastic. I love Ori so much. Uh, okay, so this week is GDC. I went to GDC mm-hmm. for um, a few hours Wednesday morning. Um, and I made sure that I played all three uh, VR headsets. Okay. For cool. a little bit of time or whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to go through uh, the list I have here. The um, This is not in any order or the order I played, but I, I tried out The Climb, which is by Crytek. This was okay. uh, with the Oculus Rift and... Uh, just an Xbox One controller. This is like a rock climbing simulator. Um, so there's basically two hands in the air and you look around, you know, with your head and you just have to basically when you're looking around, whatever hand is not holding the wall will kind of move with your head. And then you want to look at the next handhold and then grip it with left trigger or right trigger, depending on which hand it is. Mm-hmm. And then you have to keep the trigger held so that you're holding on. Um, I just lost oh, both Skype your guys' died. camera. Yep. That's weird. Oh, yeah. and it won't let me turn my camera back on. Anyway. Group uh, video is unavailable at the moment. Thanks, thanks Skype. Nice. Thank you, Skype. Nice. Um, What a fucking shit show. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's good. It's Skype's fault. <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyways, you have to hold on. Uh, you have to hold the trigger down to make, keep holding on. So if you, um, there was a couple of times where I accidentally let go and, and fell and you lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just go left hand, right hand, and then you have to use the bumpers to rechalk your hand, or you'll lose grip strength. Although nothing really told me I was losing grip strength, but I was kind of using a lot of the chalk because I was afraid it's I was just going to fall randomly. Um, yeah, and nothing, nothing too crazy with that. But there was you have to do some like jump and then grabs. Um, and it because it's Crytek, it looked great. The lighting was real good coming through the trees and whatnot on the rock I was climbing. Uh, but yeah, that was with the Oculus Rift that, and that felt. Uh, totally fine. Um, what's on? What else is on my list? Rigs. Okay, so this was the first time uh, I got to use uh, PlayStation VR. And what Rigs is is like a mech, like a mech shooter slash sports game. Uh huh. Sports game. Yeah. So I don't know if this was just one of the modes or whatever, but the thing I played. So you're in a mech. 
Um, and you're in like an arena and there's like platforms and stuff and you got to shoot the other robots. It was like a three on three thing. You got to shoot the other robots or just pick up and sorry, you shoot the other robots. And when they die, they drop these little like orbs, but there's also orbs on the map. If you just, if, if you find them, once you have enough orbs, you need to get to the top of the map and there's a ring and you have to jump through it to score a point. So that's where like the kind of sport aspect comes in. Okay. Um, it took it took a while to get used to because I wasn't because part of the camera was with the right analog stick, but um, another part of the camera, like I think vertically, was my head, and horizontally was the a- analog stick. So the first round, uh, we ended up losing, I believe, and I, I was a little disoriented. And then ra- near the end of that, I kind of got the hang of it. And the second round, we ended up winning. It was just me and computers, by the way. Oh, okay. I was going to ask if yeah. it's multiplayer or not. Uh, I'm sure it is. The one I was playing was was not. Um, and um, I also played a, another game with the Sony VR. But before I get into that, the one complaint I had with sorry, not Sony VR with the PlayStation VR is both times I had I could like see like my chest and like b- below me, like I could see down. There wasn't the goggles weren't like fitting to my head to to block off all the outside. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if it was just because I didn't have enough time to like fit it to my head exactly or whatever, um but both times that was the case. Maybe if I if I had like if I was able to sit down with it for like 10 minutes and really and really kind of form fit it, it'd be better. Um but uh it didn't improve on the second one, which was kind of a bummer. And it's weird because uh there's two different um, like fitting um, what do I want to say ways to fit it on your head like there's two sliders one of them is the goggles going forward and backwards towards you and then another one is the strap around your head um, getting wider like further back as well depending on how big your head is so you you have a lot of ways to, to kind of customize it but it, it just wouldn't hmm. fit the best on my face for whatever reason weird and um, oh, so Riggs was with a PlayStation 4 controller. Um, oh, so next was Tactera, um, which this was actually Sam, um, Gear VR. So I actually used all four headsets that there are. Oh, wow. OK, um, so this was just had some Samsung phone in it. Um, this one obviously looked the worst. Um yeah, there was no controller. Uh, you, I just was using the version of the Gear VR where there's a button on the side of the headset. Yeah, and what this was, um, it was it was basically a tower defense game, like an or an RTS more more so than RTS, and it was supposed to be simulating like, oh, you're playing like a board game, but you're like looking down on the board game, and the board game is made of holograms and whatnot. And there was all these like little uh, like nodes where you could build stuff on there and you start with three on your side and the enemy starts with three on their side. And you basically just have to pick what three starting units you want and then you kind of look at one of them, hit the button on the side to select it, look at where you want them to send the, the ship or the monsters or whatever, tap it again and it'll just kind of start moving and once it destroys one of the nodes, you can build a new thing there and you kind of just like leapfrog your way to the other side. I ended up losing. Um, but it was kind of cool, it, even though it was just like a board game setup. The I was in what looked like like a control base. Like I could look behind me, and there was like doors and railings and whatnot. Like they they built like a room for me. Um, what was oh so the other the other game that I played with 
the PlayStation VR. I don't remember what its name was, and I couldn't look it up. It was called like Wandering Sky or something like that. Hang on, let me see if that anything pops up with that. Why does no, that sound familiar? That is not the name of the game because that game did not show up. Um. Anyway, it was like it was a point and click adventure game, and this was a PlayStation VR with two move controllers. Okay. And you're basically at sometimes you would be like the main girl who is some kind of pilot. And at other times you would just be kind of like just like a third person camera looking above the area um, during cutscenes is when you were the girl. Actually, now that I think about it. Anyways, when you're above the area, one of your move wands looked like. I don't know, it was some kind of like device thing. I don't want to say like a tool or whatever. But it didn't look like a move wand, but it was kind of like move wand shaped, I guess I could say. And you could point that around and select where you want the person to run to. And if you wanted them to like go over to this va- this valve, because that's what had to progress, you would select the valve and then you'd go over there. Then it would switch to you being first person as the girl. And you would use your hands to like rotate the valve. And because it was with the PlayStation move controllers, the hands moved exactly how my hands do. And it was all just with the triggers. Or, like, turning these pipes so that the water or the power goes to the right way and stuff like that. And you just pointed where you wanted the person to go and they kept going there. And that one was, like, super short. Um, but it worked it, it worked great. There was a little, like, sandbox, like, tutorial mode just before that where you could, like, pick up blocks and, like, stack blocks and everything worked wonderfully. It looked, it looked good. Hmm. Um, what's next? I played Abzu. Okay. So this is by... Um, I think two of the people that worked on Journey, and it looks like Journey Underwater. This is not a VR game, by the way. Um, Oh, it's a regular game. This is a... Well, I mean, all these are regular games. but It doesn't require strapping something to your face. Correct. This one does not require strapping something to your face. Anyway, you start off... um, You're a diver, and you start off, like, on the surface of the water, and it looks like it's storming out, and then it says, you know, press... uh, I think it was press right trigger or R2. It was well, it was on a PlayStation, so press R2 to dive. And you go underwater and like looks almost as gorgeous as Journey's deserts looked. Um, oh. So yeah, you're swimming around, there's tons of um seaweed and fish, tons and tons of fish, all different kinds of fish. There's a button just to do like a like a somersault underwater, which was kind of cool. If you press X, he just did like a flip, which was fun. Um if you held down L2. He would swim faster, and also if there was fish around, he would swim with the fish. Or she, I don't really know what the character was. Um, just like Journey, you don't really know. But yeah, you, from, I don't know if there's a specific goal, but it was just kind of swimming around, and I found a cave, and I swam through the cave. And then I found, I don't know what they're called, but you know when divers have, like, remote-controlled, uh, like, cameras that'll, like, swim around with them? Anyway, I found one. I found two of those, actually. One got eaten by a shark. I don't know if that was supposed to happen or not. Okay. Um, but I came out of a cave and all of a sudden a shark came out of nowhere and destroyed one of my cameras. But I just swam out immediately and nothing happened to me. So I don't know if the shark is bad or, or what it was. That sounds well, scary. I mean, sharks are usually bad. So, yeah. Eventually, I just found my way to like what looked like brighter water. And then my character kind of swam off into the distance while just a ton of different kinds of fish and whales and stuff came out there. Um, so I guess I didn't really do a whole lot, but I could almost say the same for the first bit of journey. You don't do a whole lot until you're kind of doing stuff, right? So 
Uh, I definitely got a, a journey feel. Several times people were like, oh, it's like, this is, think of it like journey underwater and stuff like that. Even like the press guy beside it was saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, briefly, I played a game called Severed on the Vita. Okay. Which this is the next game from Drinkbox Studios, the Guacamelee people. Ooh. Um, I didn't really like this game. Uh, you would press, you basically, the control, the controls are weird. So you're in a room, it's first person and you wake up and you're, you're a girl who has lost her arm somehow and it's all bandaged up. So it was just recently, but all you can do is turn left or right. And then once you see like a door open, you would press forward to go through the door and it was all it was all very kind of like grid based. So I would press up and my character would just walk on their own until they're in the middle of the next room. And you just would turn until there's a door and you would walk forward. And then eventually you find a monster and it teaches you to, the way you fight the monsters is by using the um, the touchpad, which this is why I was like, oh, this is just kind of annoying. And you just kind of swipe randomly to like kill the monster a bit. Eventually, the monster started attacking me and I had to like parry them by swiping like against their arms or whatever. Hmm. But I was just like, this just feels like an excuse to you to the touch screen. And I barely have any control on my character movement. Like it felt like this should just be on my my phone because it's like half a game. But you can upgrade your person and there's different abilities and stuff. So it seems like there are some depth there. And I was just at the beginning. So maybe it gets better. I hope so. I like Drinkbox Studios a lot. Uh, but I, I wasn't really feeling uh, severed much. The art style is real cool. I'm liking these pictures. Right. Well, it looks like Drinkbox Studio games, right? Like Guacamelee yeah. looks similar as well. So it, I was, that's why I kind of looked it out because I knew it was going to be there. And, but it, it left a kind of a sour taste in my mouth. Um, it's not on my list, but the only time I used the HTC Vive was for a bow and arrow tech demo. And that I actually used with their, their wand controllers. I don't know what those are, what their specific name is. Um, but out of all my, uh, VR stuff, that was my favorite. So Paul, you'll be excited to hear that. Cool. Um, and I would basically, so I had two wands in my hand. I would reach back behind myself and pull the trigger to grab an arrow and it would like vibrate a little bit. So I could actually feel like, oh yeah, it looks like I definitely got an arrow. Then I would move it to my other hand so that it would like kind of connect to the, to the bow and I would pull back and then I would point and shoot. And it's like, oh, I missed the target by a bit. So I would just move my hand up a little bit and I would try one more time. I would shoot and I would get it. And you could even like bring the arrow over to like one of the uh, lanterns that was on fire there and get a fire arrow and shoot that. Nice. Um, like I said, it was just a tech demo. My character was uh, just, he looked like a crash test dummy, um, but it, it looked real good and it felt real good with those controllers and it was doing exactly what I wanted it to. Uh, cool. So, so uh, I'm, out of all three headsets, I, I came away from that one feeling the best. Cool. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, and then probably this is pro- for a couple of reasons, probably my favorite game of the show. I stumbled across this funny little game called Push Me, Pull You. And like I tweeted about it and I kind of want to just give you like the trailer is like a minute long. I kind of want to give you guys the trailer so you can you can try and describe this for people because I think that would that would be exciting. So I'm going to put this in our Skype and I'll put it in the chat for people if they want to look at this trailer as well. Well, I mean, since Skype died, I can just screen region it and they can watch it on. <laughs> There's no image of us anymore. So well, do whatever you need at. to. But I want you guys to explain what you're seeing here. 
Wow. Okay. Oh, wait. I've seen this before. Okay. Okay. Where have I seen this before? Though? I don't know, because I've never seen any of this before, and this is their first game, This the uh, developer was telling me. So what are you it's, seeing? Uh, what are you seeing? It's cat dog basketball. I, okay. I don't... Well, I don't, I don't think it's basketball exactly. Well, I, there's Cat different modes. Sumo basketball. There's, there's different modes. So, so the way I was kind of describing it to people is think cat dog, but if it was people, people. Yeah. So, and it's top down. That's where like kind of the sumo aspect is coming because you're on like a circular, um, uh, playing field. I guess I should say. And there was different modes. I played two of them. The first one was, uh, it's a four person game. So you're you know, the other half of your cat dog human monstrosity is a different person. And we had to get as many of the balls onto our side and hang onto them for a certain time limit until our thing like filled up. And the other team mm. is trying to do that too. And if you hold down R2, mm. your body stretches. So kind of like it Nobi just, Nobi boy. yeah, kind of Nobi Nobi boy style. That's another cool. really good comparison, but it ends up just being these weird, like not gr- gross human monsters you're making <laughs> and other ones were like oh try to push their ball out while you're hanging on to the ball and you're like wrapping yourself around them and it was just super absurd and i was like this this seems really great um so i'm i'm looking forward to that coming out that was pretty fun um and those those are the games i played at gdc nice cool man yeah uh did you see lucas pope there apparently he was showing return of the obra din no, I didn't. I didn't know he was going to be there. Um, I didn't. No, I did not at all. Hmm. Okay. There was a lot there, though, so he might have been in a different area. Yeah. He was in, like, three different buildings, so who knows where he could have been. Cool. All right. Well, why don't we go on to news? Um, yeah, there's a lot. There, There is a lot, and it's not really in the best order, but I'm just going to go down this list because this is chronological order. That's the order it's in. Oh, cool. Um, Miitomo is out in Japan as of today. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I mean, who, who, how excited are you for Miitomo? I actually am. Woo. I'm not. Woo. Okay, that's J- fair. John? No, no, not really. Right, exactly, because Tomodachi is not great. Right, exactly. But, um... But this is also just an app thing. Yeah. Which I <laughs> feel like Tomodachi Life should have been. Yeah, like Tomodachi Life is $40 of... Like, that's why I'm excited about this, because it finally feels like they realized where this type of thing belongs. And you also bought Tomodachi Life, so you got burned. Yeah, but I had fun with it. Like, John, did you do you have Tomodachi Life? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, maybe I was playing it for a surprisingly long time. Remember? Yeah, I was pretty angry about it. It's not a great game. I was about to say you're the smart one for waiting for Tomodachi for uh, Mitomo, but it looks like we're all suckers. I don't know. I enjoyed my time with it. I got sure. my money's worth. Yeah, okay. I feel the same. So then how come you aren't excited for Mitomo? Because uh, when I got my money's worth, I also got tired <laughs> of it. You also got your money's worth and you don't care anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know when that's coming to North America, but it's in Japan. So, hey, if you have cool. a uh, Japanese iTunes account, you can you can use that. Um, More excitedly, like now that it's out, there's going to be YouTube videos. I can kind of see what that thing is and if I should care. That's what I'm more excited about. All right. Um, I'm assuming you care about Hearthstone because there's a new thing. Whispers of the old gods. Yeah. I didn't look into this. Do you know much about this? 
Well, I mean, they just announced this like a few days back. Is like, it like a when single you guys player did thing? the show last week is when they announced it. Do you know if it's like a single player thing or what what this cuz they've had different types of new content, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be just another one of those things that's adding 130 something cards with uh this uh with uh, Whispers of the Old Gods, they're going to add that uh different mode for playing as what's, well what's the in new the mode? same patch. That um that standard one so you could play like standard or like wild or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, and right. It's they're, mm. they're getting rid of some cards, right? Uh, well, they're making like they're making seasons or like different types of uh, like you can only use certain packs and stuff like that. They're trying to make it more of a, like an actual card game like magic and stuff where there's different drafts and stuff. So they're adding that mode or they're also adding the like you can play whatever you want mode as well. Cool. Um, yep. This next story was actually probably one of the most exciting ones this week. Oh, yeah, this one. Uh, Microsoft announced that uh, Rocket League is going to be cross-platform multiplayer. Uh, so originally mm-hmm. when, when Rocket League was coming to the Xbox, it wasn't going to be able to play with the PC. And I was like, that's a bummer. The, the PlayStation 4 version can do that. Um, but now this one's going to be able to play with PlayStation 4 and PC. Um, there was a lot of um, verbiage where they weren't saying PlayStation 4. They were just saying, you'll be able to participate with players on other platforms. Yeah. I think, and I think they also PC. said this is not right away. It's going to be in the future. Right now, it's open to PC or will be very soon. But the actual PlayStation 4 compatibility is depending on Sony at this point. They've opened their uh, Microsoft opened their platform. They're just waiting for Sony to do the same, essentially. Right. Um, yeah, I would say we'll be able to play with players on different online multiplayer networks, including other consoles and PC networks. So this is exciting, um, and we might get to see more games do that. More games should do that. Yeah. That would be great. Because yep. um, I remember when you guys were playing the PC version of Rocket League and I just had the PS4 one, that was great to be able to play. But this is yeah. a huge step. Like, I was not expecting this to, like, ever happen. Yeah. Of of all games too, Rocket League. That's just it. Just goes to show Rocket League is an important game. Well, I mean, I was having this conversation with somebody just the other night. Actually, this is why like it's important to remember that competition only benefits us. Because if Rocket League didn't do so well with the PC and PlayStation Four compatibility uh, together, do you really think Microsoft would have done anything? Right. Probably not. Right. So like. The fact that it did well and Microsoft's like, we kind of want in on that action. They're starting to open it up even to like possibly other consoles and stuff like it's cool. It's actually a really cool thing. Yeah. And um, I guess Microsoft has said it, you know, it's it's on the developers to choose if they want to do this or not. And I why wouldn't they like. Right. Of course, they're going to do that. So um, I'm I'm curious to see what games are going to be able to do this in the future. Uh, But that's that's definitely really great. Moving yeah. right along. Oh, this is just a short one. Apparently, J.J. Abrams said that the Half-Life and Portal movies are still happening. Hooray. Okay, um, sure. I'm just We've got writers. We're working on both those stories. Yep. Cool. Uh, okay. I didn't I didn't even know those were really going on, but uh, apparently they're still happening. So cool. If anyone's waiting, uh, that's probably good for you. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder how Assassin's Creed is going to be uh, received and if that'll affect anything. Well, that's like for sure happening. Like, there's oh, they've that, been shooting that. It's already done. Yeah. it's like it's confirmed to be coming out in like December, I think. 
it's yeah, it's this fall, something around this this year, yeah, near the end of it. Okay, the other biggest news, uh, as we thought they were going to mention the price point and release date of PlayStation VR, and that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be launching in October for, John, what's the price? I don't know why you're bragging about this. I really don't care that I was wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, so we predicted last week and I was correct, $400. Oh, you actually four, predicted $400. $400 US, $600 Canadian, so. Uh, $550 Canadian. Uh, but no, what people worked out with taxes, it worked out at 600. So. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm not, it's going to be more than 400 with taxes as well. Okay. So then we're both wrong. Cool. Okay. Well, and yeah, Paul, I, last like week, I said, I really we, don't care. Um, we were just out. like, well, they're going to announce this week. Let's have a quick guess. Um, but it's looking like 400. It's actually, they did mention though, it's going to require the camera and the move controllers. So yeah. it's going to be more than $400. Wait, like, and also wait, a PlayStation camera. Because the camera watches like where where the move controllers are. Oh right, yeah. okay, that makes more sense. And that's why they light up and stuff so the camera can see them. Um, also, the headset has like eight lights on it, so when you're moving your head, the camera's watching those lights as well. Okay. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's something I just definitely just now remembered uh, that the lady was telling me when I sat down for rigs. Um, funny story with rigs. I really wanted to play Res Infinite, but it was just kind of like whatever opens. That's what you go sit down at. Uh, and right. and rigs opened, and I was like, I don't know what this is. But Res <laughs> Infinite's like right beside me. Oh man, uh, <laughs> it's probably good though because Res Infinite is probably gameplay I'm too totally familiar with. It probably yeah. was just Res, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. And apparently, Shuhei Yoshida at Sony has said that North America is going to be getting a bundled uh, version that has uh, the PlayStation Eye and Move sticks in it. Okay. Any any thoughts on what that price is going to be? The bundle with $5,000. <laughs> Did you say a bundle with a console or just with the moves and the camera? Just with the with move and camera. I mean, like, I'd almost expect them to make that the default model. That's not the default. Like I said, only North America is getting that bundle. Hmm. So I'm Then they'll probably at this point they'll probably just be 500. Do you think that's five? Do you think those are five hundred though? I'm, I'm. I would have guessed like I thought five hundred originally, but then I was thinking like those things have never been like a hundred dollars. Is it? Is it the lollipop and the nunchuck? Is it just two lollipops? Is it one lollipop? That I don't know. If hmm. I'm assuming it's two lollipops. You're right, the move camera at this point is is like thirty bucks. Yeah, like yeah. I was thinking and maybe fifty. Yeah, you know what? I think fifty is a like safer four fifty, and I believe I don't know if they're using the nunchuck. I don't see. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I guess maybe you would get to choose what you want. I don't know if you need. It's like the that's the question. Is the ideal setup having two lollipops and one nunchuck in case there's one where you need an analog stick? But unless there's a game where you need two wands, like I played two games with the PlayStation VR, one with the DualShock Four, and one with two lollipops. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know what configurations you need. Am I going to need like eight different controllers? Although. Now that I'm just thinking about it, couldn't you use a DualShock 3, the left side of it, as a nunchuck? Wasn't that an option? Uh, yeah, that yeah. was an option. Yeah, you so can. maybe you could still do that. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I think I think 450 seems like the right price for that. Uh, and apparently, like, move controllers and cameras skyrocketed in sales in the last few days. Mm. Unsurprising. People just yeah. buying them on Amazon. Yeah, I, uh, I 
think I saw a bundle for like $40 was the best deal. Um, anyway, just kind of going down their press release. Uh, the panel size is 5.7 inches, 1920 by 1080 screen. It refresh rate 120 and 90. You, the field of view is 100 degrees. And so inside when you buy the box, this is not the bundle. The, the main box they're talking about for 400. You get the headset. Yep. Processor unit, which is what I'm assuming is the little box that goes between the PS4 and the and the headset to give it like more power, more processing power. Um, the connection cables, HDMI cable, USB cable. You get some headphones, uh, which look like garbage. They look like the basically the headphones that were put in the PlayStation 4 box, which have to be the worst headphones I've ever seen. Okay. Um, and then you get a power cord and a power adapter. Right. Um, so that's, yeah, that's the main thing. So 400 in the States, uh, 399 euros, 349 pounds, and 45,000 yen. Okay. That's, cool. the, that's the cheapest one. It's probably the one I'll end up getting. I don't know if I'm going to be a, a day one adopter. It's the cheapest one if you have a PlayStation. If you have a PlayStation, right. But yeah. at this point, I would probably need a more powerful PC anyway for the other ones. Sure. Um, okay. It's probably the most accessible one then. Just oh, for like, sure. For, for the sure. mass market. Yeah, exactly. And I bet that's why the price came into that is they're like, we need this yeah. to be accessible. Yeah. Um, okay. And another thing that came out for the Oculus Rift is we got the launch lineup. Uh, yeah. I only know a few of these games, but I'll just go down the list. Um, Adrift. I had heard of that. Adventure Time. Ooh. I'm assuming that's actual Adventure Time. I by turbo maybe. button. I don't know. Airmech command. I don't know. A bunch of these. I have no idea what they are. Albino lullaby. Okay. Audio arena. Which I, yeah, I don't know what that is either. Project cars. I've heard of that. Chronos. Yep. I've heard that name before. Darknet. I've heard that one. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that. Dead secret. Defense grid two. I've definitely heard of that. Dread halls. Yeah. Dread halls. Every, right. Everyone's heard of elite dangerous. Yeah. Esper 2. Mm-hmm. Everyone's heard of Eve Valkyrie, whoever Founders Pack is. Eve Valkyrie Founders Pack. Fly to Kuma. Okay. E- Eve Gunjack. Hero Bound SC. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Probably the best one, right? The game's dope. Uh, Lucky's Tale. Okay. Omega Agent. Uh, Radial G. Rooms. Shuffle Puck Cantina Deluxe VR. That okay. Awesome. I don't know that is. Yeah. Um, uh, hang on. What? Uh, Smashing the Battle. Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Sure. Vectron Revenge. VR Tennis Online. I have no idea what that's even about. Probably, it's probably a racing game, right? Probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Pinball FX2 VR. Fuck yes. Nice. Blaze Rush, which is that's a silly name. Yeah. And Windlands. Cool. I have to look up most of these at yeah. some point. An interesting list. If you look above the list, there's a picture of like screenshots of a bunch of them. So it's confirmed that that Adventure Time game is indeed the cartoon. You oh, yeah, there Jake it is. Oh, you're yeah. right. Also, this one, Omega Agent Fireproof Games. Those are the people that are, uh, do the room. Uh, so that's cool. And hopefully okay. it's good. Cool. Yeah, the room series. Um. I was just kind of glad that uh, we got an actual launch lineup because the big question has always been like, what am I going to play? Like, what software is out for this stuff? 
Um, yeah, there's some good stuff there just from the ones I know, actually. So, yeah, I'm I'd have to kind of like do a bit more research to see which ones are actually like like new games, because yeah. all the ones I've heard of are already out for the most part. Yeah. Um, So I if you cross all those off, I'm kind of curious what is actually left as like a new brand new thing. Um, but that's for someone who wants to spend more time. Uh, quick note, Shadow Complex Remastered is out on Xbox One. That's a great game. People sure, should play yeah. that if they haven't. I was actually kind of bummed that I just didn't get it for free. Like, the PC version. And because I already bought Shadow Complex. But it oh, makes yeah, more sense. that's probably over now, right? The that PC thing? Look, Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, fi- it's uh, 15, 15 or 20. I can't remember right now. Okay. Oh, and it's coming to PlayStation 4 and PC in May. So that's also cool. Uh, Gang Beasts. Do you guys know Gang Beasts? Yeah, it's about fucking time that this happened. Yeah, it is uh, getting online multiplayer, which that's fantastic. Yeah, people will actually buy it now. And yeah, that's (laughs) the thing is I love Gang Beasts, but I never have that many people or that many controllers hooked up to my computer. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's also getting a VR mode because of course it is like, why not? Sure. Yeah. Um. All right, two more. Uh, this one's like all the. This is like really specific. Mario Maker got an update um, last week or two weeks or so that changed how the p block the uh, yeah the p blocks work, and now it's really hard to like jump on them, the p switches. Yeah. Which this seems like such a weird thing. I don't. I don't know why they did that. It, it is strange. I'm sure it's probably because too many people were doing them in their stages. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo was probably just sick of people not understanding how to use it or do it. Maybe, maybe. The interesting thing is, while they've changed it, you can any stage that already had that mechanic still works the old way. So now there are basically, you have you'll basically the only way to know if you can do a P switch jump is to find out if it's an old stage or a new stage. Right. Wow. So that's the problem is you're gonna when you play a stage now, unless you know its release date, which a lot of the times you won't because those things just pop up, and I don't think they tell you the release date, right? Unless you like search them out. Unless you search the yeah, and I don't even know if it even says that. Uh, yeah, I, you know I've never really checked, but um, so if you don't know the release date of the stage, you're not going to know how this P switch works. So you're just going to have to trial and error it. Like that, this is just that kind of sucks. Eventually, there's going to be so many stages that don't have the old version that it's not going to matter. Um, but it, you know, like I have a stage where you need to jump on a P switch. But anyway, that's okay. just kind of a weird thing that was changed. I thought that was a little interesting. I mean, keep in mind, you can still jump on the piece, which is just harder. Apparently, it seems to be like way harder. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the timing window is crazy precise. Um, and something I'm super excited about is there was a GDC talk all about Zero Escape 3, Zero Time Dilemma. Um, tons of info. I, I'm, I'm going to just blaze through this stuff. I'm not going to sure. try and get into spoilers because I know you guys haven't played it. But these games are fantastic. Um, it's going to be out in Japan on June 28th for Vita and 3DS. Okay. The game is also going to hit Steam at some point. And okay. apparently some people were kind of winking and hinting that the first two might be coming to Steam. Good. So, uh, but yeah, I bet that's real exciting for you, Paul. Yeah, because um, Rampa just came out three weeks ago, too. That's true, yeah. I can't recommend these ones enough when they come out. That's for sure. Um cool. This game's also going to have crazy time mechanics and you're going to play it just in basically random order. You're just going to pick different segments 
And it's eventually, once you finish the segment, it'll tell you where in the storyline it took place. So that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, eight characters again. Uh, I'm trying not to mention like names and stuff for people that uh, played the other ones. Sure. Uh, I'm not going to even say when it takes place because that's kind of a spoiler too. Um, anyways, I'm just excited that it's, you know, June 28th. I can't wait for that to hit um, the States. This will be the first one I actually play when it first comes out as opposed to years later. Uh, but I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully it does come to Steam because more people should play that game, those games. And, you know, not everyone wants to track down a copy of the DS version. All right, let's go on to news. And by news, I meant questions. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Actually, there is more news. Someone sent in news. Did you guys know there's a Resident Evil musical happening? Yes. I, no, but now now I do. Now you, now you know. Um, singing, it's starting dancing, this year, I think, actually. Survival Horror Series getting an official stage version this fall in Japan. Yep, that's right. It, the musical, which is currently titled Musical Resident Evil sure great good name hey it's gonna it's gonna star rion yuzuki okay i think she uh i read the article i think she's from the uh the group that did phoenix right oh it's a girl you're right who has made a career of playing male characters while at the all-female takarazuka review oh yes you're right also here we go um They've done wonderful safe productions of Capcom's Ace Attorney games. Well, there you go. Good for her. Yeah. Are you going to watch this? Of Chris Redfield. At some point, I would love to. Yeah. Yes. If they, pun- if they punch a boulder, I'm in. They punch a boulder. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to keep track of that. Okay, actual questions now. Paul, where can yeah. people send questions into? Oh, it's been so long, but I think it's TDP Podcast on Twitter. Uh, topdownperspective at gmail.com. Or the Facebook group, facebook.com slash, is it the top-down perspective or top-down perspective? Or TDP? It is just top-down perspective? Okay, there you go. Yeah. Also Reddit, but... But, you know, if we can't answer your questions, send questions to at game experts on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, man. Give them some love. This is the most promotion they've ever received. (laughs) They're real excited. Yep. Uh, first question comes in from Jordan. What's the deal with Undertale? <laughs> What's the deal with Undertale? <laughs> What's the deal with Undertale? <laughs> it's good, but is it really that much better than other indie games to get the fandom and acclaim it gets on the internet? Thank you for your question, I mean, Jordan. I think it just hit at the right time with the right things. It was just different, honestly. It was just something yeah. different, and it did what it, it set fresh. out to do well. Yep. And then fandoms being what they are, latched onto it and never will let it go. (laughs) So, you know. But I mean, like, just like the question seems a little dismissive. Like, what's the deal with Undertale? Like, the game's good. (laughs) Yeah, it actually is an enjoyable game. Yeah. You you guys played it way more than me, uh, but I enjoyed what I played. You guys like the music too a lot. Yeah, Yeah. The music's great. The music's. Oh man, the music. That is like the thing for me of that game. Okay. Yeah. Chris writes, planning on getting uh, Mario Maker before too much longer and wanted to ask, do you guys have any stage suggestions or suggestions on people to follow 
on the Super Mario Maker book site. Sorry, bookmark site. Especially suggestions for someone who's not experienced with Mario ROM hacks. Uh, unfortunately, no. But I do believe, like, I don't know if the bookmark site has recommendations. Or you can just go through and see what ones have gotten the most stars in the game. But those are usually the automated stages. I know Nintendo has an official account under the name Bowser that makes some really good and interesting stages. Oh, yeah. Like, I think there's a bunch of, like, creators that are just Nintendo staff. And they made, like, oh, here's yeah. Bowser. Here's Ma- Mario. Here's Mario. I, have, I don't know. I haven't seen Mario. What is that? That's the, that's the lady in the guidebook that uh, in, teaches you how to play the game. Oh, okay. Like, you know how in the list there's, like, that pigeon and, like, a bunch of other, like, really weird random characters? Those are all from, like, the manual of the game. Okay. For a second, I thought this was going to be the weird skinny Mario. No. Does that guy have a name? I don't know. That's, he's so creepy. Like, yeah, he oh, is. He's so creepy. Did you? And I saw a YouTube video where if you, like, knock a, a certain number of times on just a door, like, if you just knock on it, he'll knock back and point his head out. It's the creepiest. Yeah, that's a for real thing. Hmm. It's just like a little Easter egg. If you if you put a door down and just keep knocking on it, eventually someone will knock back and the door will open and it's skinny Mario there. God damn it. No, right. That's pretty good. I like it. That is the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. (laughs) Way to go. Nintendo. That is literally a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't have specific people. Uh, I just follow some of my friends. Um, so just if you, there's people online, you like follow John if you want. Follow people I online. Mean, I haven't made any stages in ages. I haven't made stages in a while. You can I played a, made a few though. You can follow. You can follow me. I want to make more. I just games are coming out right now. If you want, I actually have a spreadsheet of a bunch of TDP like people of the community and stuff. The levels they've made. That's cool too. Maybe you should put that on the Facebook group. Yeah, I could do that. You just post that or there. just tweet me if or, I forget to. Sure, that too. Yep. All right, John, you got this long one? Yep. All right. This one comes to us from Great B-Man and says, Over the course of playing video games in 2015, one franchise I really delved into was something not really video gamey in the slightest, Art Academy. Hmm. Mostly Pokemon Art Academy since my main goal was to draw Pokemon better, but I dabbled with the other titles too. Having chronicled my time with the game and sharing it with some of my friends, I've noticed that the games did exactly what it set out to do, make me better at drawing and sketching. I'm no master painter, mind you, but not by a long shot, but compared to my older, now embarrassing days of drawing, there was a significant improvement. Cool. Thanks to the lessons the games were teaching, I now better understand concepts such as shading, hatching, and even how to properly make construction shapes, which I can't imagine living without anymore. I'm not saying Art Academy is a replacement for a highly qualified tutor, but for what it's worth, it gets my endorsement for anyone who would like to actually draw as a hobby. Anyways, thinking about how much progress I made playing these games and how happy it made me, it got me thinking about how video games are viewed today. As a child, I remember being told that video games were nothing more than simple entertainment and you could learn nothing from them. But many years and studies later, we've seen examples of others claiming otherwise, such as the ever-popular hand-to-eye coordination studies, teaching themselves how to drive a vehicle, and even that one story about the boy saving his sister from an animal attack using World of Warcraft knowledge. Wait, I haven't heard that one. I was going to say, have you guys heard of that? I don't know what that is. No, this one's new to me too. All right. Hmm. I really want to know, do you have any stories that you'd like to share where video game knowledge translated into real-life skills, no matter how mundane it is? They don't have to be edutainment like Art Academy. Any game will really do. My favorite is a uh, Pocket Masters Art Academy. It's way, way yeah. different, but like <laughs> you get to draw some pretty. Uh, it's, it's got a, it's got an adult rating. It's an AO game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, all right, video game knowledge into the real world. Tetris made me really good at stacking things. <laughs> you know what? You joke, but yeah. I know, I, I joke, but it really <laughs> does actually help. It helps you, like, look at, like, a bunch of, like, puzzles just in general it, in a different yeah, way. Yeah, it helps you with, like, shape awareness, like, a spatial awareness. Yeah. We it's Fit cool. got me more interested in exercising. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like he said, just, like, the hand-eye coordination thing and, like, driving. It's, like, pretty one-to-one, especially nowadays with VR. I'm sure it will be even more so. I've never had anything with driving. The hand-eye coordination for, you know, it's it's such a subtle thing. But when I give other people, like, a controller and they have to, like, see where the buttons are. Yeah. Like, I just know that stuff, like, the back of my hand. Right. Like, what the, exactly every, every spot on the controller is, like, everything. Like, which is, and it's just, and it just seems so weird to me when someone's like, wait, where's A again? And it's like, how do you not just have this? How is this not a part of you? The Brain Age games were pretty good for, like, warming up my brain before, like, a test or something. They did, did you actually do that? Helped. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did that for months, actually. Every day, I would log in and do a few. Well, yeah, Brain Age was all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, nothing else is really jumping yeah, nothing, to mind. I, I, more like, I don't know. I've, that, I've had, that isn't edutainment. I've had some stuff in, like in sports and i guess i was thinking of this specifically because i've been playing fire emblem like i'll position my characters in certain ways to cover it's like okay if this person if i move them over here they kind of have this back section covered if anyone pops out and when i'm playing like team sports placing myself in kind of those positions where it's like okay well i don't want to be too far on this side because then that leaves our entire right wing open or whatever so i'll kind of so i've had that carry over a bit yeah sure honey pop has taught me how to make it with the ladies yeah bring a giant board with you <laughs> bring a giant board with you and like say terrible shit to them girls <laughs> love matching three be misogynistic boom honeypot <laughs> yep uh sir's wrath taught me that you don't need <laughs> arms to save your daughter <laughs> you didn't even need to say anything after <laughs> sir's wrath taught me period I, f- I played that the other day too it came up on stream oh nice. it's so good right we uh, I did the Street Fighter DLC, which was actually pretty entertaining. I think I don't think I've I don't think I did that. Now that I think about it, I can't remember what happens in the Street Fighter DLC. You fight, <laughs> you fight Ryu, and then um, you sure you can him to the moon. Okay, okay, and then it just keeps going from there. You also fight Akuma. All right, all right. Well, that I mean, do you get really angry? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, well that's all I need then. I'm I'm sold. That's the important part. Yep. Uh Thomas writes in for the next question, and it looks like he has a few in here. Two things I wanted to point out about Pocket Master slash Super Evolution slash Elves Union slash whatever it's called this week. What was it called again this week? <laughs> uh Fuck, I've already forgotten. I read this question earlier it, this morning. Man, Fantasy Monster. Fantasy Monster. And I actually said to myself, there's no way it changed name. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Anyway. One is that the Gijinka slash human versions of Pokemon isn't a new concept. Moemon, a Pokemon fire red hack, did this a while ago. Oh, yeah. Ch- that's That's a classic. Yeah. I have no idea what that is, but okay. I think he included a link in there. He by did. The I'm going to go look it up. You keep going. Cool. 
Two, and I don't know if this is where they got the third name from, but there's a horribly translated version of Pokemon Crystal <laughs> dubbed Vietnamese Crystal where Pokemon are called elves. So, yeah, it has a lot of weird dialogue in it. Check it out if you're bored one day or don't. I guess, you know what? Maybe he's right. I was wondering why Elves Union. That's probably the closest thing. I highly doubt that's the connection. I highly doubt it. I think they were just like, what are these? These guys have like long ears. Elves done. By the way, they spelled Elves. E-L-F-S. Nice. Yeah, San- Santa's Elves. 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 Yep. Uh, okay. I guess that's not really a question. He just wanted to point those out, so thank you. Uh, the question is also, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Celebrating the 10th year anniversary of you asking me this question. But I'm... I kind of don't want to think about it. 10 years. Because I don't know. (sighs) Like on the moon, probably? Um, No. I mean, we're not even going to Mars yet. After President Trump destroyed Earth (laughs) in the robot wars. There may not be a 10 years from now. Yeah. Wait, 10 years from now when President Trump has made the Hunger Games a real thing? I hope my district <laughs> wins this time. <laughs> That's a joke I took from oh. Twitter. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. It's so sad. <laughs> um, do you guys, uh, do you think you'll be in Calgary still in 10 years? I kind of hope not. Maybe. I doubt I'll be in uh, California. I could see myself moving again. Not anytime soon, but just 10 years seems so long. Yeah. John is still going to be long. streaming? I probably not, but uh, who knows? All right. Is there a reason why you say probably not or just because like that? I don't it, I don't know if the model will survive that long. I see. It's been weird lately. Hey, like with all the YouTube, like it's been crazy. Actually, yeah. what's been going on? We'll be you'll you'll be like you'll be your own curator of your own your own museum. I mean, to be right. fair, that that could be an option. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even fight it anymore. The last episode yeah, of I'm not going to win anything. That's why I just give it up. The last episode of Top Down Perspective is going to be when John uh, retires as a streamer and opens up his museum. <laughs> I don't know why. That seems like just a really bittersweet ending for some reason. Like the end of like a movie, like a rom-com that didn't work I, out well. I just well. become like Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. That's just like my role from there on out. Oh, man. The way that show ended was kind mm. of heartbreaking. You're going to be all, bury me with my games. <laughs> I don't think he's going to die in 10 years. <laughs> I I'm, hope not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like. Oh, okay. Just slide in his favorite video game in the coffin. Right. Uh, okay, I guess this is part of the same question or another question. Is there a game where it has really good music, but due to the environment you played it in, weren't able to enjoy the music? For example, much like Sean, I played Phoenix Wright games while on the bus. Almost all handheld games, I, I play with any, the volume off. Yeah. Yeah, any handheld game on a bus yep. or on a, on a trip. I still don't actually know what uh, Mario P-Cross sounds like, because every time I've played it, it's been without volume. Oh, yeah. Like the Game Boy one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember either. I beat that game, and I do not remember the music. Yeah, no, for sure. Like I, And then I bought it on the DS as well, well and, and I never played it with volume, <laughs> ever. I mean, the thing is, with handheld games, I rarely ever play them like when I'm alone, just like at my place. 
It's usually right. I'm either on the train or I'm at like a friend's house and like, you know, there's we're chatting and like maybe the TV's on and I just kind of have it out and I'm not going right. to have the volume on for that. Right. Um, so, yeah, all of that. I'm trying to. I think that's about it, because the rest of it, like I'm I'm on my TV or my computer and then I am listening to the music. Yeah, I'm with you. So I guess it's just handheld game. Yeah. James says, last week you received a question about which titles you would play in an Ace Attorney game. I've actually thought about that before. And my answers would be Nathan is the victim. John is the defendant. Sean would just be a witness. Wait, what? <laughs> and Paul would be the killer. Why? I'm, I'm surprised Sean would just be a witness. The murder would take place in John's museum, which is one right. of the reasons that suspicion gets cast on John. Uh, right. Yep. Okay, yeah. we've, got our, we've got our stage. Anyway, on to the actual question. Poor Nathan. Nathan's a victim? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's not on the show anymore, so it kind of fits. Okay. So, so he's dead to Sean. I think that's what the implied uh, joke. It's true. Is. Sean want, actually hates well, Nathan. To be fair, he's dead to all of us. Like, that's he, not true. I see him every now and then. That's true. That's true. But I don't really talk to him because it's in passing for two seconds. So... <clears throat> Uh, me and my brother were talking about which songs, musicians, or genres would be a terrible, or would be terrible to feature in DDR or a DDR-like game. So I guess just like a rhythm game. Uh, okay. We came up with Vaporwave, the first seven minutes of Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. Oasis. Oh, could you imagine like the last two minutes of Freebird? No, That's no, the song. I think I've I think I've actually played an Oasis song in like either DDR or like. Step Mania, one of those games. Really? Right. No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like on the menu, it says the last two minutes of Freebird, and it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> the actual song title is the last two yeah. minutes of Freebird. Uh, and a couple songs by the Gin Blossoms. Um, okay. What other songs, musicians, or genres do you think would be terrible to put in DDR? Mitch Cheddar said Stairway to Heaven, and he's right. <laughs> yep. I mean, really, you could just keep saying Zeppelin. I mean, most songs probably wouldn't be a good fit. I mean, Black Dog would be okay. It's fast Ooh. enough. When the levee breaks, there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't, I haven't played DDR in a while. I don't know how, what kind of, like, current music they have in there. Rap doesn't sound like it would be great. Uh, there are t- a ton of rap DDR songs. Okay, never mind then. Um... My problem is a lot of the music I listen to is upbeat, so <laughs> I can't think of yeah. really many examples okay what about and then i'm like i'm like maybe classical music like no no they've done they've that like done m- that, but- most if not all of johnny cash's like library <laughs> i hurt myself <laughs> today what about okay you're right hurt by him or nine inch nails like would be terrible yeah <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just thinking of like slower stuff creep by radiohead um Creep by radio. Sure. <laughs> I'm not sure actually. I'm thinking it might be What about what okay, what about those band. um those audio tracks that you play when you're trying to go to sleep, like just the sounds of traffic. <laughs> like just ambient noise. <laughs> 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 and now to dance the sound of rain falling yeah. in the meadow. <laughs> just whale songs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> People from the chat are saying Simon and Garfunkel would not be good. That's true. It wouldn't be. Oh, someone's saying Radiohead again. Yep. 
What about any of Radiohead's songs aside from Creep? They just said, what about any of Radiohead songs on the chat? Yeah. That's what they said. Something I Can Never Have by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, that would be really bad, too. Yo, like most of the Fragile album by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> like, if you want to go down the Nine Inch Nails hole. Oh, here's a good a one. Anything by Nickelback. To. That would be bad to put in DDR. You are right. Yeah. The problem is some of their songs actually have the beats that you could dance to. Oh, no, to it, no, so. no, for sure. But it would still be a bad idea to put it in DDR. Eh, you'd be surprised. Do the actually, whale you know noise again. <laughs> Video should not be <laughs> It's not happening again. Dance clown. <laughs> John, you have this next one? Uh, actually, hang on a sec. Oh. Uh, there may have already been Nickelback in DDR. Which song? I mean, that was a bad decision. I'm trying to see if this is actually... Nickelback. Oh, this is a cover. Okay. Oh, okay. Like a cover back, a cover of "Far Away" by Nickelback. It was in DDR Hottest Party, which I think is the Wii one. Amazing. Fantastic. Uh, do you, sure, you want me to get the next one because I figured you want me to take the one from Matthew. I mean, I, I just do don't want it. One. And John and Paul can take that. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I don't care. I don't care. I'll just I'll do Glenn's. I guess. All right. Glenn writes in and says, "Hey guys." With the two big superhero bouts coming this year, I have to know where you guys stand. Batman or Superman? Let's do this one first. Okay. He has more here. I mean, I like Batman I mean, we more. know how the movie ends, so yeah. it doesn't matter. I like Batman. I like Batman more, though. So, like, I, That's what I'm saying. I like Batman more. Batman's a more enjoyable character, but it's nice. I, I like the direction they're taking with Superman in yeah. Man of Steel, where he just kind of is wrecking shit. I'm actually with you. I liked Man of Steel, and I know it's an um, not very popular opinion. Yeah. I know that. I like. I mean, I read Dark Knight Rises, though. I know Batman can win. Sure. Batman's dope. But Batman's super cool. Like. Batman Batman only wins because Superman's a little too altruistic for his own good. Yeah. Also, Batman has a kryptonite ring in his belt. So Batman <laughs> is just ready for every contingency. That's like the Batman contingency plan. With enough time, Batman can win anything. That's the thing. Is Batman true. is ready for everything. Yes, that's that's the that's the rule. Yep. Okay. Team Captain America or Team Iron Man? Oh, that's a hard one. No, it's not. See, it's Team Captain America. I was gonna if say anybody team says Cap. Team Iron Man, go vote for Trump, see, you fucking Hitler. See, here's here's the problem. If we're talking about characters I like, then I'm Iron Man. But knowing the actual plot of Civil War, Captain America. What? Which, yeah. which characters do you like? Do you like on Iron Man? Iron Man. Yeah, no, I Iron like Man. Well, because I like <laughs> Spider Man a lot, and he seems to be on Iron Man's side. Yeah, oh, I see too. where you're going from it. No, so. The reason why there's a civil war for people who might not know is that basically the government wants to, like, keep track of mutants and, like, make them register. And Cap is against that because freedom yep. and Iron Man is not because he's a corporate piece of shit. Um, I mean, I, I like characters on both sides. I like Iron Man, too, but I, I'm a big Captain America fan. So Captain America is, you know what? They're both cool for just characters. And uh, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I think they said it best when they said, fuck Robert Downey Jr. for making me care about Tony Stark again. Yeah. <laughs> because Tony Stark is actually a piece of shit, like yeah. just straight up. But like he's so affable of an actor that you like him and it makes me mad. But Team Captain America is the right choice. Otherwise, you're a supporter of Trump. 
But Black Widow's on Iron Man's team. Black Widow's awesome. I wish they did more with Black Widow. You know how I feel about Black Widow. Well, you know how Disney feels about letting <laughs> a female lead do anything. That's true. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, it also says, oh, Team Deadpool's not an answer. Paul, have you seen Deadpool? No. Oh, it's so good. I've seen it three times in theaters. You saw it again yeah. since yeah. we talked last? I saw okay. it again. Yeah. I wasn't planning on it, but a bunch of other friends were going to go see it, and I was like, okay, fine. And that movie still is great. It's so good. You need to see Deadpool. Okay. Deadpool is a fun movie, dude. I think <laughs> you might get a good laugh out of it. Oh, I know you'll enjoy it. Uh, next question is from Matthew. It is the NPD numbers for this month. Last month. Last month, whatever. Either way. <laughs> I would be really impressed yeah. if they were this month. <laughs> no, I mean, as this month as in, like, we're reading I, them out in this month. That we are, you're correct. PlayStation 4 in North America sold around 405,000 consoles. Xbox One, 249,000. Wii U, around 69,000. 3DS, 166,000. That's it for the consoles. Fire Emblem Fates sold uh, less than 400,000, including digital. Okay. Greater than 315,000 of those were at retail. Wow. Uh, wow. More than three times The Awakening's debut in comparison. Yep. That is so much more retail than digital. I'm shocked. Uh, Birthright sold about 44% of the copies. Conquest was 41%, and the Special Edition was 15%. Far Cry, Far, Far Cry Primal sold about 363,000 copies, with PS4 being the line share at 56.8%. Okay. Uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 sold about 287,000 copies. Hmm. PS4 was about two-thirds of that. The PlayStation 4 SKU sold better than the Street Fighter 5 standard SKU, apparently. Which, wow. based on the poor reaction of Street Fighter 5, I'm not shocked. I'm shocked. It's and, a Naruto game. Uh, apparently, they're all they're really good games. I know, but it's but Street Fighter is called Street Fighter. Yeah, but Street Fighter also had a lot of negative press. They got a lot of bad press. I'm still shocked. I'm shocked about that. Speaking of, Street Fighter V sold less than 210,000 copies in North America. So that means uh, Naruto beat it by about 70,000. People might just be waiting, though, for the actual edition of Street Fighter V. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. So. Digimon Cyber Sleuth sold about 64,000 copies. I am shocked that you knew the subtitle of that. I have the game. All right. Is it good? I've heard good things. I've not played it yet. Okay. okay. Cool. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 sold about 117,000 copies. The Xbox One was a lion's share at 59.5%. I forgot that game was even out. That is, is he talking about Garden, Garden Warfare, Warfare 2? 2? Yeah, yeah okay. Garden, Garden Warfare, Warfare 2. Because yeah. Plants vs. Zombies 2 has been out for a long time. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Garden yeah. Warfare 2. Yeah, okay. Uh, and Project Cross Zone 2 sold about 18,000 copies. That's about what I was expecting for that game, to be honest. Yep. Super Mario Maker has crossed the 1 million threshold in North America. Mario Kart 8 has crossed the 2 million threshold, along with Smash Wii U. Cool. And wow, that's that was really short. That's it for the NPD numbers. Yeah, not bad. All right, and uh, one more from Arthur. He says, would you buy a Meta Knight statue for $240? <laughs> 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 No. Oh, that statue is cool looking. Um, he was, oh, like, hey, that's first four figures. Right? I was yeah, first planning, four figures makes amazing he stuff. He says, I was planning to, but seeing how low on savings I am, I am having second thoughts. He then sends a link to it. I will put it in the chat for people. If, yeah, I'm putting it up on screen. If you are low on savings, do not buy it. 
If you have the money for some reason, buy it. Because first four figures are amazing quality. They're beautiful. Uh, I bought one for someone I dated a while ago. Uh, my friend Emil has a couple of them. They look phenomenal. Which one did you get for uh, her? Zero, she got Zero Suit Samus. Oh, nice. This, okay. one, this one's a little over a foot tall. Uh, no, I would not buy that. Yeah, but you're not one to buy like I don't, I don't really buy figures to put around where you live or something like that. Yeah, I don't really buy figures. Yo, if you're into Meta Knight and you have money, like you should get that. It's cool looking. <laughs> uh, the Zero one's all right too. I was hoping for like lightsaber Zero, not Buster Zero. Oh wait, never mind. You can change the weapon in his hand. Oh man, I might be on. I might be back on track here. Oh, it is cool. Oh, damn it. I mean, I'm not going to buy any first four figures because I don't have the space for them. They're big. They can be really big. I have a better, I have a better question like, for first you. First four figures ha- is successful for a reason. All the stuff they make is really high quality. You can get ones that have built-in lights for them. I think the supersonic one can light up. For $230, um, an additional inch and a half taller than Meta Knight, why don't you buy this Shadow the Hedgehog figure? Oh, man. No. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I would buy this Mega Man figure. This beautiful though. Joe one looks cool. Yeah, see what I mean? Like, you're going to keep looking through the, there and you're like, oh, man, this is cool. This is These cool. prices this is I would cool. never pay these prices for. I, I I would probably, maybe at most 100 it would have to be something I adore. Yeah. You know, the thing is, is that, like, you can get figures like this at conventions a lot of times for a little bit cheaper, too. Yeah, that's how we got the zero suit. Yeah, exactly. So, cool. but they do a lot of cool ones. Their uh, their Okami one is actually really really cool too. It, uh, that one lights up. Oh, nice. The Amaterasu. Yep. Oh, they got a Proto Man one. Zero Suit Samus's face looks awful. Yeah, like but it, that's also it, how she looked in Metroid Prime because it's based off of Prime Two, I believe. It looks like she's wearing someone else's face. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's the best thing you've ever said. Wow. It looks like she got a tattoo of her face, but kind of <laughs> like of her face, but slightly <laughs> off. So you're just like, what is going on with your face? Oh, man. All right. That's it for questions. That's it for That's the podcast. If people want to send questions in top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast. <clears throat> On Twitter or the Facebook group, what's your guys' games of the week? Clash Earth Force. One at a time. Earth Defense Force. <laughs> I was waiting to see who would say something. I know. First. I was like, I was I about to talk when you said it too. I know. I was hoping <laughs> I had synced it right. This is cute. You know, you hang up first. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Ori in the Blind Forest. Cool. All right. See you guys next week. See ya. Bye, guys.